The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 324. I hope that you guys are doing marvellously well wherever you are today and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me. To get that you can head over to my website at robertjamescoaching.com. There you uh, you can book that free session directly or if you prefer you can send me a message and uh, let me know about what you're struggling with. Now, in today's uh, podcast, I'm going to be talking about riding the wave of OCD rather than kind of getting caught up in, uh, you know, trying to push that wave away or, or fighting with that wave, which is so often what we, we do. You know, we get caught up in resistance, which we know tends to make things a lot worse. Um, when we can learn how to, to ride that, that wave that's almost like we're recognizing OCD more we're acknowledging it more we're accepting it more we're doing all these helpful things that allow us to to kind of move past it and you know to manage it very effectively uh, in the long run so today I'm going to be talking about that if you find the podcast helpful it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram my Instagram handle is at UK. also if you would like to support the podcast uh, at all that we now have Patreon so if you're interested in signing up for that you can find the link in the show notes and uh, that is it I really hope that you enjoyed the episode today if you have any questions at all do please let me know and off we go in my experience OCD often comes in waves you may be doing fine for, uh, for some time, only to find yourself caught out by a relentless storm of intrusive thoughts and nagging doubts. Perhaps you felt that you had made lots of progress and had finally learned to manage OCD, only to feel like all that hard work was in vain, as a seemingly innocent trigger causes the OCD to run amok once more. Or maybe the OCD has uh, just been going on in the background quite consistently with the occasional peak and trough of difficulty and relief. All of these potential scenarios can be uh, common in OCD and I believe it's, it's, it's really important to understand that there is actually this kind of mechanism uh, at, at play here which can keep the, the intensity of the OCD in flux and certainly that's... Uh, that's my uh, experience of this. Um, as I personally started to, to improve uh, with OCD, um, I found that the longer uh, and sometimes longer uh, intervals that, that I experienced um, would sometimes be followed by quite extreme lows where you know I, I would find myself falling back into very old and unhelpful habits 
Now, I'm going to share an uh, analogy of surfing a wave and how this can help us to understand the process of uh, accepting and moving past challenging OCD experiences. So after a wave has broken, there's actually a time of peace where the waters can become a bit more still and calm. And this gives us an opportunity to, to kind of step back, if you like, a chance to breathe, to look around us and take in the scene. When we aren't caught up in the relentless white waters of OCD, thrashing around with resistance, looking for that certainty, we can actually take stock um, and see things for how they actually are. However, if we've been caught up in OCD for a long time, then we may not have uh, a, a very long uh, break in those relatively calm waters before a new wave starts to form. With intense obsessions, it can feel like there's a kind of riptide pulling you uh, towards that wave, just as when a wave starts to draw in all the water before it as it reaches up towards its crescendo. OCD can rear up in a similar way, in a similar way growing in power and getting ready to crash down. Facing this wave head-on is actually very intimidating. You instantly recognize its power and potential for chaos, leaving you with a difficult conundrum. Do you simply uh, try to take cover and limit the damage it can do? Uh, do you try to dive down underneath it to avoid it altogether? Or do you try to go with the wave and ride it out? Covering up and trying to limit the damage is almost like performing a compulsion in order to, in order to feel better uh, in the short term. Ultimately, it's not really helping you and you're likely to get washed up by the white water and thrown unceremoniously back to the beach. Now, this approach generally leads to us uh, getting caught up in our thoughts and the, the cycle of OCD as all we're actually doing is falling back on the old behavioral patterns that, you know, that got us stuck in the first place. So should we then attempt to dive under that wave instead? Um, being a part-time surfer, this would probably be my first approach. But the problem is that uh, big waves are actually very hard to duck dive. Uh, you might get away with it with a, with a smaller OCD wave. But, you know, once they reach a certain size, there is no avoiding them. And even when you do duck the smaller ones you are sometimes greeted by a slightly bigger one that's breaking just a little further out. Uh, and, and just like with uh, OCD, when, you know, when we try to uh, avoid things, it may initially feel like the best plan, only for us to be rudely uh, brought back down to earth by obsessions that, that have only grown bigger through our uh, avoidance. So, Obviously, um, you can choose the other two options if you so wish. I certainly did myself for many years. But where are they going to lead us? In, in my experience, the final option then is the one that can truly help us to break free from these miserable habits of obsessing and compulsing. And, and that is to actually learn how to ride the wave. Riding the wave is akin to acceptance. First off, we are acknowledging that we can't stop the waves. Um, we can't stop the uncertainty. And then we are trying or are actually making a kind of conscious decision to stop fighting against them. 
And, you know, instead to make the most of what is actually going on in front of us in that moment. In a way, this really is akin to acceptance. We realize that we can't change things. So we make the most of things as we find them. We ride out the wave despite the fact that it might be a bit scary. It might be bigger than we thought, more powerful, uh, or breaking over a shallow reef. Sometimes you might fall off the wave or even wipe out, but surely this is better than the perpetual avoidance or compulsive behavior that serves to keep us stuck. After falling, we will actually have, you know, hopefully learn something that we can apply the next time. And, you know, we may feel a sense of achievement of having at least tried. Obviously, uh, you know, disclaimer here, we need to do this carefully and, you know, we shouldn't just take on any wave. Um, you know, when we're doing, for example, exposure work, this is why it's very important that you work with somebody in order, you know, to be able to, to you know, try to tackle the, 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 the exposures that are uh, appropriate for you. You don't want to put yourself into the deep end and, and try to take on something that, that is too much because that might be uh, something that actually does make things uh, worse in the long run. So it's very important that we do this in a careful and gradual way. Um, you know, and, and coming back to the wave analogy, perhaps if you do give it a go, you know, you might be semi-successful. Perhaps you'll ride on that silver crest for a few moments and get a, get a sense of what you can actually achieve, of, you know, what is actually possible before, before losing your footing and, you know, having to, to paddle back out again. The, uh, the negative narratives that the old ta uh, taskmaster that is the inner critic, um, you know, likes to kind of dole out to us are actually intertwined with inactivity. When we start to do something new, something that challenges us and takes us out of our comfort zones, those old narratives are put under threat. Occasionally riding the wave of OCD, even if you aren't always successful, brings a sense that change really is possible, that we don't have to remain stuck. Self-defeating narratives can be very sticky, but when we start to provide uh, contrary evidence to this catastrophizing through positive actions that directly challenge uh, that, that, catastrophe, uh, that catastrophizing narrative that we've been telling ourselves, things really can start to change. In time and with practice, you might learn to not only ride the waves, but to ride them with style. And this is where we are able to actually notice our obsessive thoughts more, observe the sensations, the emotions, and the rest of it, but without getting so caught up in it. Despite the growing waves of discomfort, we are able to keep our balance. We focus our attention on the present and our values, and we keep coming back to that each time that we get distracted. We are compassionate with ourselves as we know we don't have to be perfect in any of this. In fact, we are able to observe that our performance often improves when we let go of that unhealthy push for ultimate perfection and things just start to work. Now, obviously, what I've been talking about today is a comparison. Please don't go out surfing in the waves unless you do so. Uh, you know, with uh, professionals who can teach you how to do it or, you know, obviously and, and do it in a safe way. 
But I find the analogy helpful. If you are struggling with OCD, it is very important that you work with uh, with someone to help you as you want to find the appropriate challenges for you. Just as a surfer shouldn't go out if they feel that the conditions are beyond their skill level, we need to focus on finding challenges that are right for us. Learning how to surf the waves of OCD has been and continues to be something that allows me to live in the present and to get on despite the challenges that come up from time to time. So I hope that uh, you found uh, this analogy helpful too. Um, And yeah, if you have any questions at all about anything that I've spoken about today, please uh, don't hesitate to let me know. And I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.